Have I told you guys that when I take, or not just me, anybody takes my son for a walk, every basketball goal he sees, he points at and says, ball. Nice. Every one of them. Huh. And his favorite thing to do in the house is dunk on his uh, little, you know, tiny little basketball goal. So you're raising him the right awesome. way is what you're saying. Yeah, you should get him on, well, I t- I get him on Twitter if he's good at dunking. <laughs> he also is a pretty he's a willing passer mm. you know, he likes it when other people shoot he likes to help people be successful um, <laughs> but I mean you know it's he's just doing whatever is the right it's the right move at the right time you know so his dad I mean his dad player. is like yeah it's the right basketball player his dad is a pretty pretty uh, uh, pretty good outside shooter how, so, how, how's, uh, how's his dad on dunking? I mean, I could destroy that thing if... if uh... Those those donuts have been never been moister. I mean, Joey is. <laughs> so, yeah, let's say I could dunk. <laughs> Mid-range game, whatever. Take it or leave it, but... So you're like the new NBA. You're just all outside shooting yeah. and dunks. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Well, but it sounds like uh, Wei Wen's letting the game come to him. Oh, for sure. Okay. I like it. No, he's, you know, not trying to force anything. You know, if he's if he's not feeling it and he, you know, wants to scream or just, start, you know, start spinning, he'll do it, you know? You know, he doesn't uh, he doesn't force anything. How many technical fouls has he racked up so far? The thing is, Bitching the referees the refs. here, the refs are pretty soft. <laughs> I mean, mm. he he deserves more than he gets. I'll, I'll say that. Is he paying off the refs? So we got a scandal here? I don't. You know, it's nothing you're going to be able to solve. Like, you, you think you see money change hands, but really the, the hands are just grubby. <laughs> <laughs> But it's been fun. So. Connie gets them all hyped up when he's over here, when she's over. Like, um, he yeah, he just gets his hands up in the air and playing defense. No, just getting excited oh, okay. when when people score. Oh, nice. I think we're trying to take him to a fever game here pretty soon. Nice. Uh, they won the game the other day. Got really excited I to see saw- that. <laughs> I did not realize. It's a rare thing. I did not realize they had been on like a twenty-game losing streak or something. Yeah, yeah. It's a and rebuilding. It's far into the season already. No, no, no. It's well, from no, last no. year. Yeah, oh, okay. from last season. Yeah, they're they're in a rebuilding six or seven years. They're they're working gotcha. on. It. Yeah. Even the like their promotional material, like uh, I watched like a video about like. Uh, sort of the preseason and, and choosing the final rosters and stuff. And, and the verbiage out of everybody's mouth was like, it's going to get better. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Look, we're terrible, but hang in there. Remember when we had yeah. ti- won a title in 2014? Yeah. Actually, I think it was, was like it, 2012. I, mean, I don't know. It was a while ago. I think it was 2012. Yeah. 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 But, but, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean the, the players seem very, very likable, and it, you know, it seems like that they're they've already done, 
some positive steps. Yeah, so. yeah. Our, t- our team well, has a good personality. To... Well, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you guys have been uh, paying attention to the, the coach. Um, she just loves calling people out. I mean, she is just, um, she just, just pulls no punches. She's just like really mean to the team, to the press. So hopefully that's pushing the right buttons. Does she go like to the Nate Bjorkren school of uh, coaching? Or? Potentially. It's just Nate Bjorkren and drag. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. He, found, well, he wait, found another, <laughs> found a landing spot. But he spot. didn't really do it publicly though, right? Right. No, he just did it behind the scenes. No, yeah, she's no, he was yeah, super she's, passive aggressive about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, no, she just throws everybody under the bus. No. <laughs> She's like, that's a lot of extra work. Let me just tell you what I really think. Yeah. Well, that seems fun. Who doesn't like getting run over by the bus in front of media? <laughs> right. right. I mean, uh, you know, it got us a win. It got us one win so far, so we'll just assume well, this is working. Obviously, it's worked. <laughs> Maybe she went to the Paul George School of Coaching. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast. Yeah. We should. But no, I I do like uh, you know I like read the paper and it's like, uh, Wheeler was just terrible tonight. She was just awful. She just needs to get better. Like we're not gonna get better unless she gets better. You know. It's just like what? Like what? Stop. (laughs) Like. The rookie was great, but if she doesn't develop, you know, we're just going to lose all our games. You know, and you're like, it's, it's like her third game in the league. <laughs> we're depending on her, and she's just shit. And you're like, oh my god. <laughs> I'll start. I'll start clipping out her uh, post. <laughs> Post-game great. press conferences and sending them your way. Yeah, yeah. Pretty. You can use them as a pre-pod inspiration for us. You can just That's... read them to us. As... Plus, I think, having seen Caitlin Clark in the uh, tournament, I think the goal should be to lose as many games as possible, right? Yeah. That is definitely true. Again. Yeah. Still. Yeah, again. Get us, yeah. get us some Caitlin Clark. Let's, let's OKC Thunder this shit. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Uh, it'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. Who doesn't love the bounce castle? Hitler. Just prepare to. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be awash in unbeatable goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You were listening to the Unbeatables or Semi. Weekly Pacers podcast. Today is May thirty first, and this is episode six fifty two. <laughs> woof woof. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man beyond the dials, and <laughs> in the past. This show, we're gonna discuss the conference finals, which have uh, concluded now in exciting fashion, and we're gonna 
preview the NBA Finals coming up here real soon. Joining me this show are all three of our analysts, coast to coast, like butter toast. First, from the high school home of Jamison Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up? Undebeatable shout out to the Lake Crew. Uh, had a good time at Deep Creek Lake over Memorial Day weekend. Took little man out on a kayak, and uh, he did not jump in the water. So that was a big success from my nice. perspective. Way to go. Did he, did he like that? Was it fun for him? Well, yes and no. I think he was real. He was really into it. Uh, but then definitely, I think, uh, at some point during the kayak, he fell asleep. Because uh, oh. he was like, right, <laughs> we had a double kayak, and he was up front with Jill. And she said she was like asking him some question. I had to like shake him, make sure he was awake. <laughs> And then he woke up and, and just tried to play it off. He was like, yeah, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Falling asleep at the wheel. <laughs> From Asheville, North Carolina, he's our in-house bartender, mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? What is up, Undebeatables? Glad to have the full crew here. Uh, shout out to First. We're going to get uh, a lot of NBA players their first title, whoever wins on either side. True, true. And from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What is going on, fellas? Anti-shout-out this week to, to Paul George. I mean, just generally, always. This is a standing right. order. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but also, he was on a podcast last week talking about uh, how much he liked Benedict Matherin and I would just like him to keep my players' names off his lips. Like. <laughs> keep his, uh, their names out of your mouth. That's right. That's right. Excellent point. Mm. I'm so angry now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, I, he was he he was really quite complimentary compared to Mathern to, to D Wade, and uh, he said he got that dog in him. I mean, it's hard to disagree with the analysis, but you know, for sure, the place where it's coming from, I disagree with. On principle. Mm-hmm. So somehow mm-hmm. he's wrong. I think we all back you on that, Harper. I saw this, actually, speaking of that, I saw this, I think this is the one. Yeah, no, this is it. So uh, NBA prospect Brandon Miller, who uh, it seems that the Blazers are going to be able to... The Blazers are going to be able to pick up potentially. He's got the number; they have the number three pick. But Brandon Miller models his game after Indiana Pacers Paul George specifically, uh, which I thought was probably the right pick. Yeah, yeah. He he seemed to be on the court more. Yeah, that's useful. Yeah, and he was uh, you know respected and all that sort of good stuff, but. Um, I don't but, remember yeah, that. I like this quote. <laughs> I like this quote though. It says, "I kind of studied Paul George, kind of modeled my game after his, just with my own twist to it. I stole a majority of his moves and put my own twist to it, and just kind of perfected it. <laughs> I like more of the Indiana Pacers, Paul George. Nice. <laughs> okay. All right. Brandon Miller can play for me. I'm in. Yeah. If he falls to seven, then." Uh... He, Maybe we can get the perfected version of the Indiana Pacers Paul George. Nice. 
Yeah. I de- I, hey, I definitely like the backhanded compliment. Well played. <laughs> I know. Right. It's some good stuff. I uh, made it way better. I took it so. and made it good, you know, like good, good. <laughs> but thanks for the rough draft. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember when he yeah, like yeah, played I'll, defense and didn't throw his teammates under the bus? I went more like that. That Paul George <laughs> <laughs> got to stick there. All right. Well, before we uh, get too far into the show, would like to remind you that you can support us anytime by uh, heading over to patreon.com slash undebeatables, and you can support us for as little as a dollar per month. All right, team. The conference finals ended. It was a weird... This was a weird year. There was... Uh, the sweep that happened in the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference was I don't do we have a name for the that sequence of games the win three lose three don't stave off getting embarrassed no that's that's Is only that, happened four the, times in NBA history so it doesn't get a moniker I don't think okay that's fair <laughs> yeah weird worked fine. Yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. that's uh, that's what it was. So, uh, I guess let's start in the West. I, I don't know if we we, you know, how much we need to talk about the the Western Conference, but uh, Denver swept out the Lakers. Some of those games were pretty competitive, but it was uh, a dominating performance by the Nuggets. Colson, um, you know, the Nuggets are going to actually have a little, you know, a, a nice little break in between. Their last game and the next one. Um, you know, what, what were your key takeaways from from that one, um, and kind of bridging the gap between there and to the finals? Well, I mean, just how uh, fantastic the Nuggets are. I mean, uh, the Lakers are a good team, and you know they've got LeBron James and uh, Anthony Davis, and and the role players played well to get them to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, all these games were competitive, but the Nuggets constantly had an answer for whatever LA did. I mean they were they were down 20 I think in game 4 and just you know slowly came back because it's hard to stop their offense. Um I um you know what uh uh Jokic is doing right now is uh historic. I mean he's um just dominating all of the categories, scoring, rebounding and assisting. Um they look to have the best player with the best team around them and they deserve to be in the finals um yeah uh, i i thought it would go a little bit longer maybe five or six games but nuggets didn't have time for that yeah yeah you've been calling denver for a couple rounds now and uh they certainly look up to the to the task Jokic is just the best one right now i was definitely surprised by the sweep I mean, come on I thought Anthony Davis was going to look at this moment in time and be like, this is my best chance to win a championship and actually have something special to bring to the table. And I was sorely disappointed. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, Uh, it's tough when you're playing uh, a guy like Jokic. (laughs) He was, he's so good that they had to take Anthony Davis off of him (laughs) and like do gimmicky things to try to slow him down. And it still didn't work. But if you want to be great, um, you got to play greatness and win. 
And I, I thought yeah. that he had that somewhere in him. And he didn't seem to care that much. <laughs> yeah, Cancun was calling. So, uh, yeah. You know. Boy, LeBron is still really good. I mean, yeah, not good no, enough to win a series by himself, certainly. But, I mean, man, that, 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 his window is closing quickly. Yeah, and I and I thought that's what some of the, you know so after the series ended he he uh, took over the the networks for a couple of days by saying he he he's considering retirement, um, which you know I don't believe I mean no I believe he's considering it but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but doesn't yeah, feel good he, to get swept. It doesn't, and he's uh, that's not a thing that happens to him. So, mm-hmm. um, and you know Austin Reeves was fantastic. AD wasn't bad. But you're right; they couldn't couldn't rise to the level, and and he was hurt. You know, uh, LeBron was hurt. Um, and he's probably gonna have to have off season foot surgery. So yeah, I can see him facing all that, being like, I don't know if I want to come back. But yeah, rehab I, sucks. I just can't imagine he's gonna end his career on a sweep. I just can't imagine it. No way. Yeah. Plus, no. I mean, I think he kind of. It'll be interesting to see what the Lakers do this off season, right? Because Reeves, I think, is a free agent. Hushing oh, you got to bring him back. Agent. I mean, Reeves was like well, the third best player in that run. At what well, price? Yeah, you, yeah mm. exactly. Right. And so, you know, I don't know all the details, but the CBA changed. Or the, the players agreed to a new CBA, right? And there are some caveats in there for teams that are over the luxury tax that really limit their flexibility. Uh, of which the Lakers, I think, are one of them. So, so there's going to be a second apron, right? So like there's Something a first like yeah that. there's a yeah. first apron which you know charges you all the money but if you're in the second apron like it restricts your ability to do a bunch of stuff and then, yeah not yeah. only do you and have a, to pay tax but yeah and a fifty percent luxury tax or something yeah yeah, yeah. so regardless I didn't want to get but, in the weeds there but but uh, it will be interesting like yeah I th- I think that they clearly need a second creator and I don't I mean Austin Reeves did great was that his name austin uh uh and but i don't know if that's a long-term answer for you if you're the the lakers as a a, a play creator right i mean because lebron is going to be coming off a of foot surgery and already like sort of stepped back from that role quite a bit so yeah it'll be interesting to see what I, they, they, they need season. a lot of help on that team they're i don't know i, I feel like with what they put on the floor, they shouldn't be as far over the luxury tax as they are. Palinka's got his work cut out for him, I think, trying to make anything out of that mess in the offseason. Yeah. Not to mention the uh, headache that you already uh, hinted at in Anthony Davis. and yeah. He's really a guy that can carry you to a title, which is what he needs to be for that team to be successful because lebron i don't think is at that point anymore yeah. so right lebron I mean, needs to be able taking to take phone over calls. in spurts and that's it right he yeah. can't take over whole games anymore they'll definitely take take phone calls for anthony davis but i don't know if anybody's calling right but i mean i i think that this series really highlighted you know you asked joe i i totally forgot it's been so long since the nuggets played <laughs> i didn't even remember i don't have any uh recollection of how these games went but 
Jamal I mean, Murray. I think it just speaks to how, how good those guys are playing right now, right? Yeah, they're all on the same wavelength. And, um, yeah, Murray is really coming into his own. And they're getting, you know, solid enough performances from all those role players, the Michael Porter Juniors and Aaron Gordons. And uh, they got a good bench and Bruce Brown and the other guy, Bron- Brown. The other Brown, guy, Brown. Braun. Braun and uh, Jeff got Green still Casey. doing work. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, KCP, KCP over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I mean, got... they they really are a good team. This, you know, when, when Jamal Murray's out there just taking over in crunch time, and I, he's just such an unbelievable shot maker. He can get to the rack. He can pass. He can do all the things. But the ability to hit those big shots when your team needs it the most, I mean, just absolutely invaluable. Especially when you've got a guy like Jokic, you can just destroy what defenses are trying to do and create so much space. Yep. It's like cheating. They got the cheat codes right now. Yeah. And so they've been resting up since like May 23rd. Yeah, sometime in late February, Tuesday, I, think. I think. Last week, Tuesday. <laughs> uh, so they'll be coming on off a full like nine or 10 days rest, um, which is always, you know, the rest versus rust uh, argument or whatever. I don't think it's going to particularly hurt them too bad. Yeah. But, uh, well, I mean, good news for them too is they got a team coming off a very long series and has to go play at altitude. So, right. Those things might even out. Smolster said they may uh, try to introduce some of their own uh, home court advantage by just turning off the air conditioning. Hmm. Yeah. A la the San Antonio Spurs or whatever. Didn't they do that to LeBron one year? <laughs> I think they did. It was an accident. It was an accident. Yeah, it, bro- <laughs> it broke. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. what, was, that the, was it the Spurs when they played it? Was it they played in Mexico City? There was a fire in the arena too, and there was like a big hate. You remember that? You, are you are you saying that's the Spurs' fault too? Hmm. I mean, I'm not saying it's not. <laughs> When Pop wants to this light a fire under somebody, he's going to light a fire under somebody. Yeah. Well, we do know <laughs> literally. That, yeah, the, the Spurs are the uh, the mafia of the NBA, and that's how they got uh, women Yamba. That's right. I'm not real, not sure how smart it is to be talking about that, but you know, <laughs> I'm going to wake up with a horse head in my bed. <laughs> yeah. Best. Yeah. Any any views expressed by Colson are not the expressed views of the Undebeatables podcast. <laughs> And the, the, if it's from the Spurs as the horse head, it's probably going to be some other rodeo paraphernalia next to it as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. Just so you know where it came from. Like rodeo clown heads. <laughs> Jesus. I was thinking like a, a lasso or something, but whatever. <laughs> some chaps. Actual yeah. Spurs. <laughs> sure. All right. Before we move into the Eastern Conference, I did want to, I got my stat of the week for you, and it's because it's it's actually about the Eastern Conference uh, Finals. And I don't know if any of you guys use uh, YouTube TV. Not yet. But if you were <laughs> if uh, let, let's uh, I don't know if they're going to put this in their in their uh, marketing package, but if you were watching the game one game one of the of that of that series. Uh, about four four minutes left in the game. Uh, game at that point, Heat were up by five, and uh, 
Then there was a, a, a commercial that came on for the live action Little Mermaid movie that came on. And then it played on repeat for the rest of the game. Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, I don't know if you're Disney. They're thrilled. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be great for their PR. (laughs) And so um, they were working on it. And, you know, it didn't. uh, It was uh, five, like several hours after the the game was over, they actually fixed it. So (laughs) So it wasn't like I I couldn't like watch the whole Little Mermaid movie instead of watching the game. No, no, no. It was just the the, the three minute trailer. It was a. Oh, or no, I mean just like a, probably like a thirty second. Uh, oh, even better. Hey, look, yeah. the algorithm knows better than you do what you want, so we can just assume that America <laughs> wanted that trailer on a loop instead of the end of game one. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. So that was uh, that was their experience. So. So I do have YouTube TV, and now I have a question: If I go back and watch game one of the eastern conference finals is it still going to be like that like because i i, I have it, you know nba as like a, you know it just records anything nba mm-hmm. happening right. and then i can go watch it on demand or whatever they probably fixed, i'm gonna try that they, I'll, yeah, I'll let you know i'll report back they probably fixed it if you stream it but i'll bet if you dvr'd it it's messed up yeah awesome how does youtube tv work i could just record all the nba games on youtube yeah, it's exciting. I, yeah. I like Isn't that the, how your cable the... works? No, I just have the app. I just watch it on the app, the NBA app. Hmm. I like the top comment on this article, though. So it says, it's never a glitch about not showing ads, which is true. They don't show they more basketball accidentally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they never make that mistake. They're like, oh, sorry, we forgot to put ads in this yeah. game. We accidentally played an extra quarter. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Free basketball. Sorry, it was too interesting. All right, heading over to the Western Conference. This was was, was wild. So uh, Miami wins in seven games as, I don't know, probably I predicted. I don't remember. <laughs> Did we did we write that down? Uh, I'll, I'll go have to. I'll, I'll go listen to the tape. We'll, we'll get right, it figured pull, out. Pull and uh, and fix it. So I said that. But then, so Miami wins in seven. They win the first three, and look like that. You know, they look great. Look, they like they got this uh, sweep wrapped. Yeah, they up. won the first two in Boston. Yeah, they won the first two in Boston. You know, they win game three at home handily. Like demolished yeah. Boston. Yeah. So we're like, all right, that's a wrap. And find a way to lose the next three games. Win game seven handily on the road in Boston. And now they're heading to the finals. So what a weird one. Uh, Jason, uh, you know, what do you take away from this? Are they Is Miami... We've seen like they've been to the finals recently. They're 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 obviously tough, but yeah. You know, what do you take away from not being able to to you know twist the knife on the on the Celtics here? I mean, so I don't know what to take away from neither of these teams. Make sense to me. Uh, right. The fact that <laughs> Miami know. runs out of lineup that includes Max Struess and is you know and Gabe Vincent and Caleb Martin and are murdering people is just confusing to me. 
And on the flip side, Boston has two of the top 10 or 15 guys in the league and a really good defense and guys that have been through wars and they just look like a, a first year team in the playoffs and has is the the lights are too bright and they don't know what's going on um so yeah i don't know i mean i think that the fact that this went seven games is a little bit uh fluky uh so at the end of game six uh the heat uh outscored the the celtics 15 to 4 down the stretch to come back and take a lead with uh I don't know, six seconds left or something like that. Uh, Boston has the ball. They miss a three, but then Derek White makes a brilliant, brilliant play and does a tip in with 0.1 seconds left to give uh, Boston a one point win there. Absolutely. So if he's, if he's (laughs) literally a 10th of a second later, like the series is over in, in six and we're talking about, Oh boy, Boston blew it down the stretch again which they had done the first two games, if you'll remember. And uh, yeah, so, but kudos to to the Heat, I guess, for coming back in that game seven and really like being focused and uh, putting it on the the Celtics. I mean, they got a little bit of help. Jason Tatum rolled his ankle basically Mm. a minute into the game and was not himself. Uh, So that didn't help. It also didn't help that, uh, Jalen Brown just decided to, you know, dribble off his foot eight times, basically. Yeah, eight and, turnovers, uh, right? Yeah. So and, uh, uh, Brogdon was yeah. injured and ineffective in this game. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the series revolved around. Malcolm Brogdon's <laughs> contribution. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Is that not the Jason Tatum that we we're expecting to see? <laughs> I, well, that see, that's the thing is, is I. Yeah, I would have been. I would not have been shocked if you know that was his line and he were fully healthy. You know, that's yeah. I mean, you can come He's down and grimace every right time now. down the court because you're down 15 in the first half. Sure, but I don't know. I Boston. I, I mean, I'm with you. I just do not understand how they managed to play that that poorly. It just was that. Game game two where Jason Tatum had those two bizarre travels at the end in the fourth quarter in like the last two minutes. One where he just like jumped in the air and came down. Like I he looked like a sixth grader out there. It was freaking bizarre. It's like somebody accidentally hit the B button. Every time I play a video game. Yeah. And like, you know, I you see a game, it goes, or an Eastern Conference Finals, it goes seven games. You're like, oh, this is a great series. It kind of wasn't. It was like, not. Watching no. Jimmy Butler absolutely take it to the house on these folks for the first three games was fun. Um, it's fun to watch Boston lose. You know, that's fine. Um, but man, I, that game seven was just dismal. I mean, we think of all the history in that building. Poor Larry Bird, poor Bill Russell watching their team shit the bed and then roll around in it in game seven at their own house. I mean, mm-hmm. that is just, oh. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, Jimmy Butler getting the Larry Bird Award? In <laughs> 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 oh, Boston fans, congratulations. That is, what, that is what we call rich, is what that is. Yeah, it was crazy how, how quiet it was in the fourth quarter in that building. Oh, my God. 
Well, by the second yeah. quarter, it was just quiet. I mean, it was just. Uh, oh yeah. I yeah. mean, they like kind of. Yeah. 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 What they have like twenty two points or something like halfway through the second. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. No. Right I, going into the the second quarter, it was twenty five fifteen. Like an elimination game. You're like, all right. This isn't going great. Like, I was like, you no. know, I, I could see first to 80. Like, these are two really staunch, good defensive teams, but, you know. Well, and especially in a game seven, too. Everybody's yeah. tight as hell. And, yeah. But, yeah, no, Boston. And playing extra hard defense. Boston just had nothing for them. It was bad. So, what? So I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about this more later, but what are they? Did Joe Missoula save his job by not getting swept and forcing it to a game seven? Or is no. he. No. Still getting fired. He's still getting fired. No, no. I mean, he was always an interim, right? I mean, he had to do something good to prove it. And no, 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 no. They gave him a contract. Yeah, I know they, they gave did. Him a contract, like, but Joe Mazzula was an three accident. quarters of the way through the season, okay. right? I mean, I don't know. To me, I look at that situation. I'm like, they had to pick somebody, right? I guess they didn't have to give him a contract. They I don't didn't. know why they did, right? <laughs> I wouldn't have. I, I, I don't. It didn't under. It didn't make that much sense then, and it you know certainly doesn't make any sense now. But to me, in order to keep that job, you've got to do something special, which is at least get to the finals, right? This is a team that should get to the finals. The Bucks got knocked off. They didn't have to go through the Bucks, right? Right. Well, yeah, and they've been to the Eastern Conference or finals like every year, last five years or whatever. Like they just, I mean, it's not like he had to do much to, I mean, I just basically don't screw it up, right? Yeah. And I don't know. I. They, and it's not like they were I, dominant against Philly. Right. Oh, no. yeah. Or or Not Atlanta. At I mean, it took them six games to beat a really crappy Atlanta team, right? Right. It took them seven games to beat a dysfunctional Philly team that just fired their coach. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, and they just lost to an eight seed. Yeah. You know, like, it's, 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 this yeah. is not good. It doesn't matter but, how good the Heat are playing. They're still an eight seed when it's all said yeah. and done, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, for me, I think if M- Missoula gets fired, it'll be because of his, uh, I mean, Partly because of his post-game press conferences, oh, they're just so him. disheartening. Like he gives one-word answers. They're like, "Hey, what would you change about this game?" And he goes, "Nothing." You know, a lot of stuff like that. Like, do you think everything many- <laughs> would be a yeah. better He's answer? Like, do you, do yeah, you yeah. think you shoot too many three-pointers? No. You know, just like he's just he's it's just it's he's an incredibly curmudgeonly uh, person with the media, which which is. I mean, I get that there are a lot of coaches like no, there are a lot of coaches like that. But he's a first-year coach, and he's acting like he has all the answers, which he definitely does not. (laughs) And uh, maybe a little more humility might uh, go better because the thing is, is the media could potentially write his obituary. You know, I mean, these these owners respond to this stuff, and if they're going to be like, you know, he's a bad coach because he doesn't, he's not doesn't play nice. You know, he could lose his job that way. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, he, like, I, I don't a, see the argument. Coach. For, like the only argument for keeping him is like sunk pot fallacy, right? <laughs> like that's <laughs> right. Well, no, I mean if you think he's if you think he's worth a ten year investment based on what? Like, no I, coach is worth a ten year or whatever you know a long like or, Spolstra, or, or Spolstra, yeah, right. yeah, okay. or okay. Rick Carlisle. There are some, yeah, yeah. but they're not first year coaches with a mixed track record, right, right, right. I mean, that's what right. I mean. No, yeah, yeah. But, no, I'm, but I'm that's what, but that's what happened to Spolstra in Miami. You know, they gave him a shot. He, it's not like he had an easy go early on. Um, 
you know, Pat Riley had to stand up for him. He had even had to go to the players and said, hey, look, I'm not firing him. I'll trade all you guys away. I'm not firing my coach. You know, like there's... Uh, he, he was just riding Udonis Haslam the whole I time. I know, I know. <laughs> can't tell me it, saying, like, you can't tell me he didn't have an easy road. He's got Udonis. If, if they get another coach, they'll be their fourth coach in three years. You know, like that's just, it's a lot for a, a team that's trying to win a title. I don't know. Man, they need to be trying harder. Fair enough. Uh, do you I think mean, they keep Yeah, the, it just seems like the, that's the easiest answer as opposed to mucking with the roster and, you know, trading Jalen Brown for. I mean, I, Jalen Brown's on the table. You guys want to figure out how to get him? Do you, I, I suppose I want him? But I do want him. I just I don't feel like at the price it would take to get him. Well, he's going to be worth forty five million dollars a year because yeah, he was an All NBA player, and we'd have to give up the draft pick and probably multiple yeah, young so pieces. so much passing on that. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, just what he they had need... eight turnovers in the in the in a biggest game of his career is that why? What they really need more than anything is just to get the, you know, one of the three coaches in the league that matters out of the GM office and back on the sideline. That's that's what would turn mm. this team around. But sure. I don't think that's going to Brad Stevens needs to step back down. They miss him. There's no two ways yeah, about that. For this sure. team would not have performed like this had Brad Stevens been at the home. And I'm a little surprised that he wasn't Most more involved on some level. I mean, who knows how involved he was, but you get the impression that or could have been done. Well, there, there's some argument to be made that, uh, you know, the first-year head coach didn't have, you know, a bench of, of uh, veteran, you know, assistant coaches. Like, he could rebuild his staff, and this could be a whole different thing next year. It's possible. I mean, no doubt, but aren't there, like, millions of coaches just laying around wanting a job? Like, why couldn't they just hire... Doc Rivers? A coach <laughs> in the, to be his, like, executive assistant or whatever. Or right. associate head coach or something. Yeah, like why that. didn't they do that? It, yeah, what's, like I don't know. What's Doc doing these days? Because they, I mean, golf, Cancun. To be fair, they were presented with a situation that was like very, uh, I, untenable is not the word, but like yeah, right, not great. <laughs> it was obviously untenable, or they wouldn't have did what they did, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had to suspend their head coach, like. Weeks before, not even weeks. It was like a like week days before, before, yeah, the before, days before, before the, the season starts. Yeah, yeah. And then you're just scrambling to yeah. get ahead. And couldn't even point. really talk about what happened, right? Like right. that's not. We good. still don't like, know that yeah. that that sort of lack of trend. And, and I'm not saying that they should have told us because it must have been wicked bad. <laughs> but like that sort of lack of transparency is not good for the club either. The clubs out there, they got to keep secrets. They got to answer these questions to the media. Like that's not good. It's all yeah. bad. Yeah. They need a full off season to reset. Yeah. I think and figure out what's going to, you know, the I, first thing to figure out is what you're going to do with the bench. I mean, the coach and the rest yeah, of the, the sideline. Yeah. Assistant coaches, sideline. There you go. Um, and then go from there. Yeah. A hundred percent. I agree. This, they still got a ton of talent. I mean, there's well, no yeah. reason why I mean, they shouldn't be second they're, seed next year. They're knocking at the door every season, you know, like, um, and and their two best players are still, you know, under twenty six or whatever. Like there's this, 
there's there's a lot of room for optimism here. Suck at Boston. Right. Enough about the yeah, exactly. Enough about the Celtics. Let's talk about the finals. Go here. Yeah, let's Go talk heat. about oh people that are actually <laughs> still playing. Yeah, just made me feel dirty just hearing. I know. Head. I well, no, but I like I like the Heat beating the Celtics. I was annoyed by that whole series just because I wanted it over. And then the Celtics came back, and all the Celtics fans thought they were going to win. And there was all this conversation in the media about oh, the first, you know, it's going to be just like the, you know, Boston Red Sox come back. It'll be the first time in yeah. NBA history. And I was just annoyed. I just wanted Miami to win one of these games. And that that last second shot by Derek White, while incredible in Game Six, just annoyed the piss out of me. And I was so satisfied that Miami didn't even allow it to be a game. Game seven. Actually, I liked it. I was kind of I was rooting for the the four game comeback. Like I just were you thought it, it's history, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Well, I mean, you also have the the second uh, number eight seed ever to get the yeah. Uh, NBA I, yeah, I ended up watching Game Seven with someone who was rooting for the Heat, and I whatever I flipped that easily. I just I, I hate both of these teams. Like, it's just, right. Like, yeah, <laughs> totally fair. No love for either of them whatsoever. That's totally fair. So, yeah, getting to the finals, we've got a, a well-rested Denver Nuggets taking on yeah, taking on Miami. I don't know what to say about the uh, an uneven Miami. How about that? Jason, where do you see where do you see uh, this one heading? Uh, we can do our predictions too. Yeah, I mean, I think Denver is is head and shoulders above <laughs> Uh, basically like anybody in the in the I mean I mean yeah. quite literally heads and shoulders above the heat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they have so much size compared to the heat. I mean, Spolstra probably has the coaching advantage against uh, Malone. Mike Malone, but um, Jokic is so fucking good, and Murray is clutch, and yeah, they have bodies to throw at Jimmy Butler. Um, I'm yeah. I, I don't see this going long. I think Denver in five, and I I don't think it's pretty. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> like I I just don't I don't think Miami can score with Denver. Like, I mean, very I, just, few I don't teams know can. I don't know where they're going to get 115 points a night. Like, and that's where Denver is going to be. So, mm-hmm. what do you guys think? Colson, you go next. You got more to play for here. I'm pretty sure I've been eliminated from our uh, our point contest after picking both LA and Boston last round. <laughs> well, if I recall, yeah, I, I picked it for maybe uh, at the beginning of this, and then once uh, Miami beat the Bucks, I said they were a team of destiny, and they were going to get all the way to the finals. Um, I think that destiny does stop here, um, I, but. Um, it's hard to write them off. I mean, they beat the number one seeded Bucks. They they beat the number two seeded uh, Boston Celtics, both who had better records than the the Nuggets. Um, as much as we go, you know, oh, they're an eight seed. Uh, statistically, they've been the second best uh, team in the in the playoffs uh, as far as point differential um, to um, the Nuggets. And you go, I mean, these are the two best teams left in the NBA, and and this is going to be, you know. I don't think it's going to be a sweep. I don't think it's going to be an embarrassment. I agree with you that that scoring... Um, I mean, the Nuggets can play defense. I don't think it's as bad as, as people say. Um, but their great skill is they just can get baskets when they need to get baskets. 
and stopping that's going to be really difficult. Um, I think I mentioned this last week, but I, I heard this that the this year the Miami Heat ran more. Um, uh, what did they run? Zone. Yeah. The um, so this year Miami ran more zone than any team since they've allowed zone to be in the NBA in the last 20 years or whatever, whenever they allowed that. They've run more zone than any team in the history of basically the NBA this season. And I think Denver can break that because they have Jokic, they have guys that cut hard. Um, I think they're going to solve it way better than the Celtics did, but I still think that they can slow Denver down by throwing it at them. I just think that, I think is a genius, and I think Miami's just playing on a different level. I'm going to go Miami in six, and four of them are very close games. Whoa. Wow. Joey, what do you got? So, wait, close. What was that? <laughs> Miami in six. Miami in six. And, uh, look, look, I, I really want this. I really want Denver to win their first title. Miami's got their titles. I just... I really do think this is a special group of they just keep beating teams they shouldn't beat. Um, I mean, I really know I know that Denver's going to win this in six, but I'm I'm, I'm going to pick Miami. I'm doing it. You picking Miami in six? Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, I'm I, I I'm I understand that you know they they just keep not losing. Yeah. Which is, you know, kind of all you need to do. <laughs> and some Denver's of way better, so, though. They're just way better. But that's the, that's the thing is is Denver is they're just plow, plowing through fools. Like, yeah, you know, they just Anthony swept Davis LA. And, you know, I mean, this is Anthony yeah. Davis and LeBron James are you know uh, in the rear view, and, and they're better they, than they, Bam and Jimmy probably. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that. You know, I feel like that the zone, you know, from what I've seen in, in modern NBA basketball is effective in short stints. It destroyed the Celtics. <laughs> I mean, but Celtics it's just because it's different, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> Celtics had zero answer to the Good zone. Good Lord. <laughs> but like a, 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 you know, highly effective. Competent basketball Proficient team. NBA offense should be able to just break that down. And, that's and, it. That's it. And score. Yeah. Nine days to sit around and watch tape. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that, you know. Then again, you know, Spolster's been there, uh, been here several times, and uh, but but I, I I just think that that the Nuggets they got too much. Uh, so I'll take I'll take them. Jason, would you would you take them in five or no in five? Okay. I'll, I'll I'll give the Nuggets six. I feel like uh, that sounds about right. But a six, but a, they'll they'll be comfortable. A comfortable. Boy, six. you guys are really boxing me in here. Mm. Yeah, of course. That's why you don't go last. I just I'm really struggling to figure out what the Heat can do better than the Nuggets, besides mm-hmm. coach, right? And besides I, Heat culture. <laughs> I, right. I mean, Denver culture is nothing to shake a stick at either. I mean, you were talking about, you know, Denver's, you know, malign, much maligned defense. It's better than you think. It's good at the mm-hmm. things it needs to be good at. 
right? Mm-hmm. And Michael Porter Jr. is great. They got they I mean, just they have so much size, and Miami just you know you can't coach size, <laughs> right? So they're gonna have to double team the heck out of Jokic every time down the floor because there's nothing you can do. But because he's such a connector, he can start at the, he can start in the high post, he can start in the low post, he can he can run the floor on you. I mean, he's just he's he's such a floor spreader, and they have shooting, which can beat the zone. Yeah, you can't double him. You you, just, you, have, you have to let you no, you have to let him score fifty. You have to let him score fifty. That's the only way you beat this team because I you, he is the, the most gifted passer in the league, even over point guards. Like, I think they just... And I think they're going to have to put Kevin Love on him because Bam's got to be a floater. Like, I think it's going to be... Well, Kevin it's going to have to be Kevin all Love gimmicks. can be out there for five minutes a night before he fouls out. That'll be just fine. It's going to have to be... It's going to have to be all gimmicks. <laughs> now that I'm talking about this, um, I'm going to take Nuggets and six. <laughs> <laughs> change my change my number. Denver and six. I think... I think I think Miami will make it difficult, but it's going to be Denver in six. There's no way. Jokic is the best player on the planet. And that's the thing, right? I mean, Jimmy in the previous series, he was the best guy on the floor when he needed to be. And he is going to be hard-pressed to be a better player in this series than the triple-double machine that is Jokic right now. I mean, yeah, he looks motivated. Yeah, and Michael motivated. Jr. is so much length to put on him. Yeah. Like, he's, there's no way he's going to be able to roam the way he wants. Jokic just, I mean, he, he's he's playing the best basketball of his life. He's smart beyond his years. And, you know, all the things that he seems to lack in athleticism, he, he just makes up for by doing all the little things so, so, so well. Yeah, they're, they're just a juggernaut. Um, I'm sure they'll find ways to make his life difficult with lots of exotic looks and, you know... Um, you know, guys coming out and trying to steal the ball from him, but yeah, blindside double teams. There's got to like, be a lot stuff of that. that. Can be yeah, but his ball security is real good. He's just he's just such a crafty player. It's tough. Um, well, I am pretty sure I'm already out of the running on this thing, and I refuse to let uh, this show have another offer after the first round debacle that was. So I will take Colson's Miami uh, in seven. Nice. All right. He's taking one for the like team. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I think this is. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited that Denver's got a chance to to win their first title. And yeah, I mean, yeah, like Jimmy Butler's gonna have a game. He's gonna have a 50 point game or two. He's gonna have to. Like have he's just four. built for this stage, <laughs> right? Yeah, but I don't think he has four. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> Caleb Martin might get 25 again. Yeah. You know? Maybe this is the year that Gabe Vincent wins maybe, a championship maybe. or the Heat win on his back. I just, God, he was good last round. So bizarre to me. It's, it's, this team is And then at some point, doesn't their three-point shooting come back to the mean? Like, they were not a good three-point shooting no, team why in, the, not? in why, the regular why, season. Why and just, now they're just, like, astronomically good. Yeah, yeah well, why not just let it, like, play out? I mean, it's only seven more games, you know? Like, I, when does it come back to the mean, you know? Yeah, when there's a seven-footer on the perimeter. <laughs> yeah, I and, I, and, I, and I really do think that, you know, if they win game one, this is a series. Uh, if, you know, if, if Miami can get the, you know, rest versus rust and win that game one. But... Playing at altitude without getting acclimated is a real thing. There's a reason that yep. Denver has a home court advantage after in this a thing. long series. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I think it's just going to be so hard. I think everybody's going to be gassed in the fourth um, in my on Miami. So, 
Yeah, not a lot going for Miami. But if you put money on them like Harper is going to, you could win a lot. <laughs> not enough to entice me to bet on them. <laughs> <laughs> So Colson, you jumped over and took the same pick that I had. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I you talked me into it, Joe, or I talked myself into so it. So persuasive is Joe. Yeah, yeah. I think Jokic talked you into it. Yeah. You do. You. Someone said the word Jokic. You're like, oh right. Jokic is on that team. <laughs> <laughs> also, how fascinating has it been to see these like people that cover the NBA for a living? And are coming out on like national TV with no shame and being like, "Have you guys seen this Jokic guy? <laughs> he, he's pretty he's, good. He's really he can play good. basketball. Who knew? I mean, I thought we just threw him MVPs, you know, yeah. for the heck of it. You know who yeah. didn't know? Mark Jackson. <laughs> mm, yeah, right. That is true. <laughs> uh, he didn't have him in his top five. Is that right? In mm. MVP voting. Mm-hmm. That is hard to rationalize. Yeah. He apologized and said that he misread. Or I apologize. I, I was watching games with blindfolds on. <laughs> didn't know who any of these guys were. I had my young child type it into the computer. <laughs> yeah, afraid. Don't worry. I'm not crazy. I'm incompetent. <laughs> That's what he went with. That yeah. was his apology. Yeah, I'm not crazy. I'm just incompetent. Wasn't I asking two weeks ago if he was going to get another head, another shot at head coaching? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's that, uh, that's definitely that, done that for this year. <laughs> yeah. Try again next year, buddy. All right. Well, team, I'm excited. The the you know the the final start. Uh, I guess uh, real soon. Yeah, and, and Thursday is going to be a blast. I, the, the the day this show comes out, this is going to it's just going to be a, you get this show and then you get the game one in the NBA Finals. It's just a great day. And it's the start of Pride Month, so you can officially start your festivities. I mean, the uh, officially, I've already started my festivities <laughs> unofficially. <laughs> the another the uh, the Pride Parade is this weekend in Indy. Nice. But yeah, it's a good time of year. Lots of good, lots of good stuff going on. Uh, anything else, gentlemen, for for this show? No, enjoy the finals. Yeah, We're almost absolutely. in a no basketball time. I know it's a little bit sad. Yeah, we're. I know it's all such a bummer that you know there's the all you know all the the fun of the playoffs and then and then it, it ends and then and then you're. I guess there's the you got the the draft like a couple days the draft, after yeah, yeah. right, which is which is just after end of June. Yeah. We'll have that. Yeah, that's. But then it's like one day. It's not going to tide me over until football season. <laughs> yeah. Free agency. I'm sure they'll explain the new CBA. It'll be there'll be there'll be some stuff in there. Woo! <laughs> Good one. Contract law. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, starting July 1, you're going to have no all the contract law. <laughs> I can't wait for Coulson's 35-part YouTube series on the new CD. <laughs> <laughs> but the best part is that it's it's all in TikTok form. It's all pretty short, and he dances the whole time. So 
If I knew how to upload a TikTok, I would definitely do that for you, Joe. Uh, you know the the dance I most associate with you, I think, uh, involves you making like uh, doing like uh, uh, donkey ears. Uh, oh, I thought it was the I, I thought that. it was the teapot. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was teapot. <laughs> the teapot. Yeah. Okay, that, actually, that's a more that's more I, that one. That one hits hard, kind of. Hard, kind of. <laughs> you try to block it out, have you? I did. I had, and uh, now I won't be able to sleep tonight. But anyway, until next show, yeah, get out there and enjoy some basketball. Enjoy the nice weather, if it's not ninety-five yet, where where you are. Uh, until then, you can hit us up on social media. We're on Twitter. We are at Undebeatables. We're on Facebook.com/slash. The Undebeatables. The website, theundebeatables.com. There's also a contact form there. You can use that to send us a message or email. Shout out at theundebeatables.com. Thanks to all the bots that have been sending um, uh, feedback to uh, some of our posts. Uh, shout out, you guys are great. You guys don't. You guys don't actually get to see that, but um, every once in a while, I get a, a <coughs> random uh, comment. Um, from, uh, you know, from uh, a po- like from a podcast episode from you know six years ago, and then someone will just write nice blog post. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to all you bot writers out there. Uh, and the bots uh, can wear a t-shirt, or they can buy a t-shirt at least. Oh, please the buy a t-shirt store. Bot. Yeah, probably can't wear them, but you can buy them. That that part does work. For the architect, Donnie Walsh, and our once and always Hall of Fame coach, Bobby Sicklinard. Turn out the lights, the party's over. You sure it's not just like an Elon Musk burner account and he's actually listening to <laughs> I mean, it could, it episodes could be. from six years ago? Because sometimes, I feel sometimes like that's just like... weird enough for him to do <laughs> Sometimes it is just like a, it, it's like a, um, hey, you could use some or product. Here's a link to it. But then other times it is just like nice post and like, what is what are you doing? <laughs> what are you what are you doing with your life? You're not if you're not if you're selling something. I get that, but it, it, if you're just like telling me nice post, maybe it like, wants to be friends, Joe. Yeah, maybe it maybe. was like some kid wrote a bot to try to boost people's uh self-esteem uh, well it just made me paranoid so it failed okay. well <laughs> failed you know. way to go kid <laughs> you get an f for making for me positive reinforcement <laughs> <laughs> explain yourself before you make me feel better okay <laughs> listen it's a tough world out there yeah if anyone says anything nice we assume it's sarcastic <laughs> Or yeah. a bot. <laughs> or a bot. <laughs>